Alcohol and Tobacco Regulations, a Guide for Convenience Store Owners. Howdy folks, Mike Hernandez here. Welcome convenience store owners to this comprehensive guide on alcohol and tobacco regulations. In this episode, we'll explore the critical aspects of responsible sales, record keeping, and reporting, and even engage in practical role play scenarios. So, let's dive right in. Section 1, Responsible Sales. Selling alcohol and tobacco products comes with significant responsibilities. Here are some key points to ensure your sales practices are responsible. 1. Age verification. Always verify the age of customers purchasing these products. Remember, it's not just a good practice, it's the law. Section 1. Responsible Sales. Age Verification. Now, let's delve deeper into the cornerstone of responsible alcohol and tobacco sales, age verification. Remember, it's not just a good practice, it's the law. Age verification, why it matters. Ensuring that you sell alcohol and tobacco products only to customers of legal age is vital for several reasons. Firstly, it's the law. Laws vary by location, but in most places, you must verify that a customer is of legal age, typically 21 years old in the United States, before completing a sale. Secondly, it's about safety and responsibility. Selling these products to minors can have serious consequences, including fines, license revocation, and even criminal charges. An anecdote, the importance of vigilance. Let me share a real-life anecdote to illustrate how vital age verification is. Imagine a scenario in a bustling convenience store. A young customer approaches the counter attempting to purchase a six-pack of beer. The cashier, diligently trained in age verification, politely asks for identification. The customer, appearing slightly flustered, hands over an ID that doesn't look right. Something feels off about it, the texture, the font, or maybe just a gut feeling. Instead of hastily completing the sale, the cashier decides to double check. They discreetly call the manager who confirms their suspicion. It's a fake ID. The manager calmly explains to the customer that they cannot complete the sale because the presented ID appears counterfeit. The customer leaves, clearly disappointed. Here's the crucial part. Later that day, the cashier learns from a police officer that a group of minors have been using fake IDs to purchase alcohol from nearby stores. Thanks to their diligence, your store avoided falling into this trap, maintaining your reputation and, more importantly, staying on the right side of the law. This anecdote underscores the significance of training your employees in age verification. It's not about being the ID police, it's about ensuring your customers, especially the younger ones, stay safe and responsible. Our next section will explore training practices for employees to become experts in age verification and safeguarding your store and community. Next up, Section 1, Responsible Sales, Training Your Team in Age Verification. 1. Training, train your staff in responsible sales practices. This includes recognizing fake IDs, understanding local laws, and knowing when to refuse a sale. Section 1, Responsible Sales, Training Your Team. Now that we've stressed the importance of age verification, let's focus on the practical aspect, training your staff in responsible sales practices. This training goes beyond just checking IDs. It's about equipping your team with the knowledge and skills to make informed, legal, and safe sales decisions. Training, why it matters. Practical training is the linchpin of responsible sales. It empowers your staff to recognize fake IDs, understand local laws, and know when to refuse a sale. Remember, your employees are on the front lines of these transactions, and their ability to handle them responsibly can make all the difference. An anecdote, the value of proper training. Allow me to share a story highlighting the immense value of thorough training. 
Picture this, it's a Friday evening and your convenience store buzzes with customers. Among them is a group of young adults looking to purchase considerable alcohol. They approach the counter with enthusiasm. Your cashier, who has undergone extensive training, calmly requests IDs from each customer. Most produce their IDs without a fuss, but one group member hesitates. The ID they eventually hand over looks legitimate initially, but something seems amiss. The cashier, well versed in spotting potential issues, scrutinizes the ID. Upon closer inspection, they notice irregularities in the hologram and security features. The cashier politely informs the customer that they cannot complete the sale without creating a scene. The young adult, clearly disappointed, leaves the store. Later that evening, local law enforcement contacts your store to express gratitude. They were searching for a group of minors attempting to purchase alcohol using fake IDs. Thanks to your diligent cashier, the officers were able to apprehend the group, preventing them from engaging in risky behavior. This anecdote demonstrates how proper training can transform your employees into vigilant gatekeepers. They aren't just scanning IDs, they're ensuring your community's safety and your business's integrity. In the following sections, we'll delve deeper into practical training components, including recognizing fake IDs, understanding local laws, and knowing when it's necessary to refuse a sale. These practices will protect your store from legal troubles and foster an environment of responsibility and trust. Next up, Section 1 Responsible Sales, Recognizing Fake IDs. 1. Communication. Teach your employees to communicate responsibly. They should politely ask for identification and, if necessary, explain why they can't make a sale. Section 1. Responsible Sales. Communication is key. Moving forward in exploring responsible sales practices for convenience store owners, let's dive into the critical aspect of communication. It's not just about checking IDs, it's also about how your employees communicate throughout the sales process. Politeness and clarity can go a long way in ensuring that every transaction is handled responsibly. Communication, why it matters. Teaching your employees to communicate responsibly is more than just a formality. It's about fostering a sense of respect and understanding with your customers. While most customers may understand the need for age verification, it's essential to ensure that the process is done courteously and professionally. An anecdote, the power of politeness. Imagine a young customer approaching the counter with a bottle of wine. Your cashier, who has undergone comprehensive training, smiles warmly and greets the customer. They politely ask for identification, a standard practice at your store. However, the customer left their ID at home, a mistake many people can relate to. Instead of becoming confrontational, the cashier remains patient and empathetic. They explain the store's policy regarding age verification and the legal requirements for selling alcohol. The customer, appreciating the understanding approach, returns with their ID later. This anecdote illustrates how effective communication can diffuse potentially awkward situations. It's not just about enforcing the rules, it's about doing so while maintaining the dignity and respect of your customers. In the upcoming sections, we'll delve into the specifics of teaching your employees to communicate responsibly, from politely asking for identification to explaining why they can't complete a sale when necessary. These practices will ensure legal compliance and enhance your store's reputation as a responsible, customer-centric establishment. Next up, Section 2, Record Keeping, Logs and Registers. Section 2, Record Keeping. Accurate record keeping is crucial for compliance. It helps you track sales, verify age verification procedures, and stay organized. 1. Logs and registers. Maintain clear and organized sales logs and registers for both alcohol and tobacco. 
This helps you track sales and confirm that each purchase follows the correct procedures. Section 2, Responsible Sales, Logs and Registers Matter. As we continue our journey through responsible sales practices for convenience store owners, let's zoom in on the significance of meticulous record keeping. It's not just about selling alcohol and tobacco, it's about keeping a detailed account of each transaction, ensuring that all legal procedures have been correctly followed. Logs and registers, why they're crucial. Maintaining clear and organized sales logs and registers for both alcohol and tobacco is a practice that should never be overlooked. These records serve as your store's meticulous memory, helping you track sales and ensure that each purchase follows the correct procedures. An anecdote, the tale of two registers. Consider this scenario, you have two convenience stores side by side, both selling alcohol and tobacco. Store diligently keeps detailed logs and registers for every sale. Each entry includes the date, time, type of product sold, and employee initials. On the other hand, Store B takes a more lax approach with incomplete or missing records. One day, both stores are visited by a representative from your local alcohol and tobacco control board for a routine inspection. Store confidently presents its neatly organized records, showcasing a commitment to responsible sales. Store B, however, struggles to provide complete documentation, raising suspicions about their compliance. The contrast in these scenarios highlights why keeping meticulous records is vital. Not only does it ensure you're following the law, but it also protects your store's reputation and integrity. In the following sections, we'll delve deeper into the specifics of maintaining organized logs and registers for alcohol and tobacco sales. You'll learn how these records can be your best friend in confirming compliance and demonstrating your commitment to responsible sales practices. Next up, Section 2, Responsible Sales, The Art of Checking IDs. 1. Storage. Keep all records in a secure place. Many regulations require keeping these records for a specific duration, often several years. Section 2, Responsible Sales, Safeguarding Your Records. In exploring responsible sales practices for convenience store owners, we're now diving into the essential aspect of record keeping, particularly regarding storage. Remember, it's not just about creating these records, it's about ensuring they're safeguarded correctly. Storage, where security meets compliance. Your meticulously maintained logs and registers are a testament to your commitment to responsible sales. However, their significance doesn't stop at mere documentation. It extends to how you store and protect these records. Think of your record storage as a safe for your store's legal history. Many regulations require these records to be kept for a specific duration, often several years. This means they should be stored securely, protecting them from damage or loss. Now, let's consider an anecdote to illustrate the importance of proper record storage. Imagine two convenience stores with equally detailed records compiled with care and precision. However, the difference lies in their approach to storage. Store invests in a sturdy, fireproof cabinet, placing it in a designated secure area. The owner ensures all records are organized and systematically filed with digital backups. In contrast, Store B opts for a simple cardboard box stored haphazardly in the back room. A government inspector arrives one day, requiring access to specific sales records from two years ago. Stora promptly retrieves the requested documents, demonstrating their compliance. For Store B, the process turns into a frantic search as records are missing, damaged, or illegible due to improper storage. The story's moral here is clear. Responsible record keeping goes hand in hand with secure storage. Your records are evidence of compliance, so treating them with care is not just prudent but essential. As we proceed through this journey of responsible sales practices, 
We'll further explore the specifics of record storage, including best practices for keeping your valuable documents safe and accessible. Next up, Section 3 Reporting, Tax Reporting. Section 3 Reporting. Reporting is a crucial part of staying compliant. Here's what you need to know. 1. Tax Reporting. Follow your local tax regulations for alcohol and tobacco sales. This often involves periodic reports and payments. Section 3. Safeguarding your business. The importance of reporting. Moving forward and exploring responsible sales practices for convenience store owners. Let's delve into the crucial reporting realm, explicitly focusing on tax reporting. This part of responsible sales is where your financial obligations and your legal commitments intersect. Tax reporting, fulfilling your fiscal responsibilities. Just as you meticulously track your sales and safeguard your records, complying with tax regulations is paramount. For convenience store owners, tax reporting often involves periodic reports and payments related to alcohol and tobacco sales. Here, let's consider an anecdote that underscores the significance of adhering to tax reporting requirements. Imagine two convenience store owners, Jane and Mark. Both have thriving businesses and are diligent about maintaining their sales records, including meticulous documentation of alcohol and tobacco sales. Now, their paths diverge when it comes to tax reporting. Jane, proactive and aware of her fiscal responsibilities, diligently files her tax reports as required by local authorities. She pays the necessary taxes on time, ensuring that her store is fully compliant. On the other hand, despite maintaining equally detailed records, Mark is less attentive to tax reporting. He occasionally misses deadlines and is less precise with his tax calculations. One day, tax authorities conduct an audit of both stores. Jane smoothly navigates the audit process, providing all the required documentation promptly. Her careful tax reporting reflects her commitment to responsible sales practices. In contrast, Mark finds himself struggling during the audit. His incomplete or inaccurate tax reports raise red flags. The audit uncovers discrepancies and he faces penalties for underreporting and delayed payments. This anecdote illustrates a critical point. Responsible sales practices encompass the sales themselves and the fiscal responsibilities attached to them. Timely and accurate tax reporting is essential for maintaining compliance, safeguarding your store's financial stability, and avoiding costly penalties. As we proceed, we will explore the intricacies of tax reporting further, providing insights into best practices for fulfilling your fiscal obligations and ensuring your store's long-term success. Next up, Section 3 Reporting, Incident Reporting. 1. Incident Reporting, in case of violations, promptly report them to the appropriate authorities. Transparency is vital. Section 3, Safeguarding Your Business, The Importance of Reporting. As we dive deeper into the world of reporting for convenience store owners, we will explore another vital aspect, incident reporting. This facet demands transparency and swiftness in addressing any violations. Incident reporting, prompt action and transparency. Responsible sales practices don't just revolve around everyday transactions. They extend to how you handle and report any violations or incidents related to alcohol and tobacco sales. When such situations arise, prompt reporting to the appropriate authorities is crucial. Let's illustrate this point with an insightful anecdote. Meet Sarah, a diligent convenience store owner who understands the significance of incident reporting. One evening, her employee, John, notices a customer attempting to purchase alcohol without proper identification. 
John, well-trained in responsible sales practices, politely refuses the sale and explains the store's policy. However, the situation escalates as the customer becomes agitated and confrontational. Realizing the gravity of the situation, John immediately alerts Sarah. Recognizing that this is a potential violation of alcohol sales regulations, Sarah takes swift action. First, she calmly diffuses the situation by engaging the customer respectfully. Next, she informs the local authorities about the incident, providing them with all necessary details and security camera footage. Sarah understands that transparency is key when it comes to incident reporting. As a result of her responsible actions, the authorities investigated the incident thoroughly. They find that Sarah and her employee handled the situation impeccably and entirely complied with the law. This incident is a testament to Sarah's commitment to responsible sales practices. On the other hand, consider a different scenario where another convenience store owner, Mike, encounters a similar situation. However, instead of promptly reporting the incident, Mike handles it privately and does not notify the authorities. He believes that avoiding any official involvement can prevent any potential repercussions for his store. Unfortunately, this decision backfires when an anonymous tip leads the authorities to investigate the incident independently. During the investigation, it becomes clear that Mike was aware of the incident but did not report it promptly. Consequently, Mike faces penalties for the initial incident and failing to report it promptly. His store's reputation takes a hit, and he realizes that transparency and swift reporting are the keys to a more favorable outcome. This anecdote underscores the importance of incident reporting as an integral part of responsible sales practices. Promptly reporting any violations or incidents demonstrates your commitment to compliance and helps mitigate potential repercussions. As we continue our journey through the realm of reporting for convenience store owners, we will delve into the intricacies of incident reporting, guiding how to handle such situations effectively and transparently. Next up, practical role play scenarios, age verification. Practical role play scenarios. Let's step into the shoes of your employees with some practical role play scenarios. Scenario 1, age verification. Imagine a customer walking in, appearing to be in their late teens, and trying to purchase a cigarette pack. How would your employee handle this situation? Scenario 1, age verification. Characters, customer, teenager, Alex. Store employee, Sarah. Setting, a typical convenience store counter, well lit and neatly organized. Alex approaches the counter with a pack of cigarettes. Hi, can I get this pack of Marlboro lights? Sarah, maintaining a friendly tone, of course. May I see some identification, please? Alex nervously fumbles through their wallet and hands over a driver's license. Here you go. Sarah, examine the ID closely. Thank you, Alex. I appreciate your cooperation. Causes then check the date of birth. I'm sorry, Alex, but I can't sell these to you. You need to be at least 18 years old to purchase tobacco products, and it looks like you were born in 2005, which would make you 17. Alex, slightly disappointed. Oh, I didn't realize that. Well, thanks anyway. Sarah remains polite. You're welcome, Alex. If you have any questions or need anything else, feel free to ask. Have a great day. Alex smiles, you too. In this scenario, Sarah handles the situation professionally and adheres to age verification guidelines. She respectfully asks for identification, verifies the date of birth, and kindly refuses the sale when she finds that the customer is underage. The interaction concludes positively, maintaining the store's commitment to responsible sales practices. Scenario 2. Fake ID. Your cashier is presented with an ID that looks suspiciously fake. 
What steps should they take to verify its authenticity? Scenario 2, Fake ID. Characters, Store Cashier, Mark. Customer, Emily. Setting, Inside a well-lit convenience store near the cash register. Emily approaches the counter with a bottle of wine. Hi, I'd like to buy this bottle of Chardonnay. Mark, politely, sure thing. Can I see some identification, please? Emily hands over an ID card. Here you go. Mark, examine the ID card closely. Thank you, Emily. I just need to verify this. Marks the customer's date of birth on a sheet of paper. All right, Emily, I noticed a few things that concern me about this ID. The picture seems a bit blurry and the holographic seal is peeling off. Do you have another form of ID? Emily, nervous, um, no, that's all I have with me. Mark maintains a friendly but firm tone. I understand, Emily, but I'm afraid I can't accept this ID as it seems fake. I take the sale of alcohol very seriously and it's essential to protect our business and customers. I won't be able to sell this bottle to you today. Emily, disappointed, okay, I understand. Mark smiles. Thank you for understanding, Emily. If you have any questions or need assistance with anything else, feel free to ask. Emily nods. All right, thanks. Mark follows responsible sales practices in this scenario when presented with a suspicious ID. He maintains a polite and professional demeanor while examining the ID for signs of authenticity. When he identifies issues that raise doubts, he kindly but firmly refuses the sale, ensuring compliance with legal requirements and protecting the store's reputation. Scenario 3. Refusal A regular customer who looks older comes in smelling of alcohol, trying to buy more. How does your employee handle this potentially tricky situation? Scenario 3. Refusal Characters, store cashier, Sarah. Regular customer, John. Setting, inside a well-lit convenience store near the cash register. John stumbles into the store, slurring his words. Hey, Sarah, how you doing? I'll take a six-pack of beer. Sarah recognizes John and notices his condition. Hi, John. I can't do that today. I'm sorry. John squints at Sarah, confused. Huh? Why not? Sarah, maintaining a friendly but firm tone. Well, John, it seems you've already had a bit to drink, and I'm concerned about your well-being. Selling you more alcohol right now wouldn't be safe for you. John, becoming agitated. Come on, Sarah, just this one time. Sarah, staying composed, I appreciate your loyalty as a customer, but it's essential to follow responsible sales practices. If you like, I can help you find some snacks or non-alcoholic beverages instead. John sighs, all right, fine. I guess you're right. Sarah smiles, thanks for understanding, John. I'm here to make sure everyone stays safe. John nods, yeah, I get it. Maybe some chips would be good. Sarah grabs a bag of chips, great choice. Anything else I can help you find today? John shakes his head, nope, that's it. Thanks, Sarah. In this scenario, Sarah handles a potentially tricky situation with a regular customer who appears to be intoxicated. She demonstrates responsible sales practices by refusing the sale of alcohol and expressing concern for the customer's well-being. Sarah remains polite and professional throughout the interaction, offering alternative products to ensure customer satisfaction while prioritizing safety and compliance. Conclusion Responsible alcohol and tobacco sales are not just about complying with the law. They are also about protecting your store's reputation and customers' well-being. Proper training, meticulous record-keeping, and reporting violations are the pillars of compliance. You can navigate the regulations confidently by following these guidelines and practicing with real-life scenarios. Oh, and before I go, here are some questions for your consideration. 
One, how can you ensure that all your employees are consistently vigilant in verifying customer ages? Two, what steps can you take to create a culture of responsible sales in your convenience store? Three, are your record keeping and reporting procedures as organized as they should be? How can you improve them? Remember, being aware of and actively practicing responsible sales is not just a legal requirement. It's a commitment to the safety and well-being of your customers and the longevity of your business. Thank you for tuning in to another insightful episode of Arrive from C-Store Center. I hope you enjoyed the valuable information. If you did, please share this podcast with someone who might benefit. Again, I'm Mike Hernandez. Goodbye and see you in the next episode.